This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, Episode 2, Why Aloha. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. I'm standing in front of hundreds of middle school-aged kids in a school gym. My microphone is in hand, and I stand up. Will I do it? Will I start with my signature greeting, even though I am standing in the middle of the Midwest, thousands of miles away from Hawaii? These teens are going to think I am such a dork. They aren't going to say it back, and then what? All these thoughts and so many more are racing through my head. It's been over 20 years since I lived in Hawaii. 20 years since I promised myself that I would spread aloha for the rest of my life. These kids don't know that though. They don't care how I say hello when I begin, but I do. I remind myself that it doesn't matter what these kids think about me. My message isn't about me. I am just the vessel delivering the message. And my message always begins with loving out loud. Jump back to high school with me, where I instantly had an affinity for Polynesian culture. The minute I started playing volleyball with my first Samoan sister, Kathy, or I hung out with my Tongan brothers, I always felt right at home with them and their boisterous laughter and big family gatherings. So I jumped at the chance to go to college in Hawaii, even though I didn't know a soul Again, I dove right into the culture there and felt right at home. My roommate was from Fiji, and she let me hang out with her and her friends, so I joined the Fijian club. I studied the Tongan language and joined the Tongan club, and I worked on campus with all local Hawaiians who jokingly called me Ali'i because my supervisor had written my name, Ali, so sloppy on the work schedule that it looked like a common boy's name, meaning chief. They were all so surprised when I showed up a Howley girl instead of a Hawaiian boy named Ali'i, and it stuck. I love everything about the Hawaiian culture. I loved how I was greeted with a kiss on the cheek by my local friends. Boys or girls, it didn't matter. I loved how content they were to hang out and talk story all night. I love that the congregation I attended had over 13 different nations represented in it. And whenever someone got up at the pulpit to speak, they would say hello in their native tongue, and we would all say it back. If you were a Hali like me, you'd say aloha. Aloha means hello, and it also means love as the whole room would respond, aloha back. It's like the space filled with warmth, the speaker and the crowd softened and all felt more united. I was so moved by that feeling during my time in Hawaii that I promised myself I would take that aloha spirit with me and spread it regardless of where I lived. Where I lived has been all over the US. And every time I get in front of a podium or teach a yoga class, I start with good morning and aloha. 
But there are many times, especially when I'm standing before a crowd of strangers, teenagers no less, that I get intimidated and I second guess myself. They don't care how I say hello when I begin, but I do. I remind myself it doesn't matter what these kids think about me. My, es- my message isn't about me. I am just the vessel delivering the message. And my message always begins with loving out loud. I will never regret leading my life with aloha. A lei is laid upon a person's shoulders when they arrive to Hawaii. And I discovered it's often placed there again with the words, God be with you till we meet again before you leave. A lei is a symbol of friendship and love, the very essence of the aloha spirit. When I flew home from Hawaii, I literally had multiple leis around my neck and figuratively in my heart also. I had a bag full of leis I'd made by hand to give my family when I landed. And figuratively, I've never stopped handing leis out. So to the person who might call me a poser because I'm not Hawaiian, I would pose the question, can you copyright a concept or own a feeling? Is the spirit of aloha meant to be contained or shared? And I would say that if it bothers you, I'm probably not for you, my friend, and that's okay. I am not for everyone. I wish you the best on your journey, and I truly mean that. Because it is not about me or who I am. I am just the vessel delivering the message. And I will never go to bed with regret because I know that I did my best to share love, regardless of how it was received or even if it was returned. On the other hand, if you respect a person who is courageous enough to lead a heart-centered life and dares to love out loud every time they open their mouth to speak to a crowd, then you and I will most likely get along very well. Everyone loves out loud in different ways. Exclaiming it from a podium or giving people hugs may not be honoring to you or your personality like it is to mine. In fact, it may sound like your worst nightmare and most embarrassing thing ever. That's absolutely okay. You be you. Love yourself for who you are and figure out the best ways to express and share love that doesn't send you into a panic attack. But don't ever be too scared to express love and affection in words and deeds. Why? Why is that so important? Research has actually proven that communicating our positive feelings for others through words or actions offers a wide range of health benefits. These include lower stress hormones, lower cholesterol, lower blood pressure, and a stronger immune system. Corey Floyd, a professor at the Arizona State University, notes that these benefits happen when affection is expressed, not merely felt. And affection can be expressed in many ways, all of which are good for you. You can say, I love you, write a letter, send a text, maybe just tell someone, I'm thinking about you. Give a hug, kiss, hold hands, snuggle, or even do a favor that shows you care such as finishing that chore your partner hates to do, or maybe even doing a random act of kindness to a stranger. 
One of the things I give as an example of the link between affection and health is the way you feel when you're having a really horrible day, Professor Floyd says, and everything's gone wrong. And in the midst of that stressful day, you see somebody that you care about and they put their arms around you and give you a hug, he continues. That hug may not change anything about what's going bad in your day, but it can change everything about the way you feel in that moment. It feels like all your stress is just melting away. Okay, here's the best part. Listen up, you guys. He goes on to say, these benefits of affection apply not just to the person receiving the affection, but also to the person giving it. In fact, you can get a health boost from expressing affection even if the receiver doesn't reciprocate. Are you loving out loud in your life? If not, why not? Grab a piece of paper, a notebook, or dust off your journal and write those questions down. Am I loving out loud in my life? If not, why not? Then just do a thought download. It is so cathartic to just start writing without any rhyme or reason. Just start dumping your thoughts onto the paper. Keep writing and asking more why, what, and how questions until you are able to get a better understanding of yourself. One of the most powerful tools you can use in your life is to practice being the silent observer of your thoughts. This means like the scientist I mentioned before who watched participants in a lab trial, you watch your thoughts and actions without bias, without judgment, and without criticism. I find dumping my thoughts onto paper or talking them through with someone I love and trust helps me process. It helps me have the aha moments about why I do what I do and why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Take time to hear yourself think. So what are your thoughts about love? Are you holding on to limiting beliefs that are preventing you from loving fearlessly or being open to receive love? Can you honestly say that you love yourself and that you accept your imperfect self? You know, the self that is looking you in the mirror right now. In all my yoga classes this month, I've been talking about the importance of starting with loving ourselves. When you love yourself, you create real change within yourself and how people treat you. With self-love comes increased confidence and independence. You no longer depend on others to meet all your emotional needs. What an empowering place to position yourself. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Be true to yourself. Rupi Kaur said, How you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. Or another way of saying that by Rhonda Bine, Treat yourself with love and respect, and you will attract people who show you love and respect. Think about the relationships that you have in your day-to-day life. Think about how people treat you. Are they just modeling how you treat yourself? Lucille Ball once said, love yourself first and everything else falls into line. 
You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. You are incredible. When you hear me say that, does your mind immediately turn to all the reasons that you aren't? I taught preschool for over 10 years. And one of the things I just love about young children is that when I tell them that they are incredible, lovable, and awesome, they say, I know. Sophia Bush said, you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress. You deserving love is not tied into what you've accomplished today or what to-do boxes you've checked off. You deserving to be loved has nothing to do with your material wealth or online social status. You deserving to be loved isn't based on what you look like or how many friends you have. You deserve to be loved. Period. So when you start jotting down thoughts about how you want to love out loud, start with what are you going to do to show love and compassion to yourself? Here are a couple ideas to get you started. Speak kindly to yourself. Give yourself the gift of sleep. Carve out time to create something. Maybe pick up an old hobby you've let fall by the wayside or try something new. You are a creator, so go create something and feed your soul. Wear clothes that you feel good in. Get your body moving and do something active. Write out a mantra and place it in places you stand in front of often. My kitchen sink and bathroom mirror are both chock full of ideas I want to incorporate into my deep belief system. Or you can come up with a simple positive affirmation you repeat in your head before you head out the door. I feel like the minute I say that, your mind goes immediately to one of those old Saturday night, night sketches with Stuart Smiley. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Ugh, I remember laughing at how ridiculous he was. But he wasn't wrong. Go with something you can believe in that doesn't feel cheesy to you. Maybe the phrase, I love myself completely, isn't a statement you can honestly get behind right now. So try on a thought that meets you in the middle. Pick one attribute you do love about yourself. Start there. Or you can borrow that belief from someone you do trust and start there. Or maybe you can just believe me. You deserve to be loved. Love is intrinsically an expansive emotion that stems from abundance. There is always enough of it to go around. There will always be more within you to give yourself and others. Try on the thought, I feel love for myself and for others throughout the week. And let your brain gather all the data and the evidence to support that thought. And let that evidence help your belief grow that you may be filled with joy and peace and that spirit of aloha. To my podcast, Ohana, I love you. Thanks for listening in today. Come join me and other like-minded teens in my weekly live yoga classes at ishawarriors.com. Your first week is free. 
So why wait another minute to increase peace in your life and feel empowered every day? See you on the mat.